Welcome to Malicious Mamas, a podcast dedicated to an all-female perspective on lore, legends, and the creatures of the insomnia-driven fears you have at 3 a.m. I am your host, Nikki Mandiola. Back at it again this week with a truly terrifying mama. After all the episodes based in Japanese folklore, it's about time we venture west to explore what another country in Asia has to offer. Through this research, I also discovered that, like Western traditions of feeling extra spooky during the fall season, South Koreans get the urge to celebrate in the summer. It is a time where they believe spirits are the most present, which makes this a perfect topic for us to end Mamazon for the season. Keep it here until the end to hear more about what is being cooked up for October. Without further ado, let's get down to the business. This week's topic is Chono Guishin, the Virgin Ghost. In order to fully understand the history behind this mama, it's important to break down what exactly is a Guishin. As a general term for a ghost in Korea, Guishin refers specifically to humans who have died, having to remain on Earth in spirit form. These spirits are usually female, although a rare male ghost can exist. Varying types of Guishin can be found in abandoned buildings, houses, forests, schools, and cemeteries. Like many other spirits, these ghosts remain on Earth because of their inability to complete their life's goal as a human. Once this goal is accomplished, however, their spirit is allowed to move on to the underworld. Reasoning behind their stay can range from wanting to spend more time with a loved one, an unsuccessful birth, revenge for someone or themselves, or general guilt. Many legends mostly speak of a Guishin seeking revenge for being murdered or after a husband cheats on his wife. The longer a Guishin remains in this form without a resolution for their grief, the stronger they become. It is because of this that even when their goal on Earth is settled, a particularly strong Guishin can opt out of moving on to the other side. Resembling their visage in life, a Guishin will also remain true to their original personality. Depending on how malicious they were as humans, these spirits will either be easy or difficult to handle. Contrary to this fact, if a Guishin fails to make their presence known to those living they desire to contact, they may become impatient. Similar to poltergeist-type characteristics, if unacknowledged, these ghosts are known to possess objects, forcing things to go missing or be rearranged. Appearing to their loved ones in dreams or reflections, it is the duty of the seer to put the Guishin to rest. With this, there are entire towns in villages that believe their grounds are haunted by spirits at all times. Most commonly, these are Chono Guishins, or virgin ghosts. 
In Confucian Korean tradition, women were required to serve their father, husband, and sons. If a young woman passed on without fulfilling her duty, she was cursed. Dying before completing their goal, which was mainly to find a husband, these female spirits returned to the villages of their families. Bitter and angry, they haunted these regions, causing their loved ones hardship. A part of old tradition required single women to wear their hair long, so as spirits, their flowing black hair remained. Similar to Japanese yurei, Chonoguishin were known to float above the ground, missing their legs. Donning traditional white burial robes called sobak, these female spirits were easily distinguished amongst the living. Villagers being affected by a chonoguishin would band together to banish or appease the spirit. One way that was discovered to work towards soothing the angry virgin ghost was to erect phallic statues. In fact, Heishindang Park in South Korea is a perfect example of this. With a little internet search, you'll see what I mean. Another method known to pacify a Chonyokwishin was to unite her with a bachelor ghost. The male equivalent to this female ghost was referred to as Chonggokwishin. In a ritual conducted by a shaman, the spirit of a recently deceased single man would be joined in a marriage-like ceremony to the Chonyokwishin, putting their grief to rest. With the belief that Guishins walk freely during this time of the year, villages in South Korea have become the spot most young people seek out for some terrifying fun. Similar to our haunted hayrides or walk-in-the-woods type attractions in the West, some villages have set up areas with people complete in Guishin attire to scare patrons. If you ever visit, stop by one of these villages and maybe you'll stumble across a real Guishin or two. On that note, let's conclude this episode. Like I mentioned a bit before, Mama's is wrapping up for the summer. With a mix of moving on my part and wanting October to be a killer month for the show, Mama's will be off for the month of September. Fear not, we will come back even stronger and spookier in the fall, but be sure to keep up by following Malicious Mamas on both Instagram and Twitter. If you have any suggestions on mamas you'd like me to cover in the meantime, or a spooky tale to share, please send an email to maliciousmamas at gmail.com. Also, if you could rate, comment, and subscribe to Malicious Mamas on your favorite podcast app, it would really help out, and I would greatly appreciate the feedback. Until next time, keep it real, mamas. <laughs>